like I, I, I <laughs> that's like <laughs> one of the like cartoonish things that I think about you of like, oh, what is Melissa <laughs> doing right now? She's looking at pictures of moles. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so what is oh, going so on? How has your week been? <laughs> I, it's been interesting. I've found that looking at just looking at places makes me feel better. <laughs> I've had I had a day yesterday. Ooh. So last week I try and go donate blood. Okay. My iron's too low. I feel terrible. You need to pump the iron. I, res- <laughs> I reschedule immediately. So like, okay, give me in like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. So yesterday I've got the second blood donation appointment and I go, my iron's still too low. And I leave and I was so upset. I like called my mom crying. Oh no. <laughs> Cause I feel like if I'm not able to donate blood, I've basically killed several people. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, you're too good. You're too good uh, for well, this Well, everybody's, world. do you know what I, I, they prick my fingers and they're like, oh, your iron's too low. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I have wasted this appointment slot for you. And they're like, no, it's okay. It's fine. It happens. Like they're trying to be so reassuring. <laughs> but every like Red Cross sign says your blood could save up to two lives. The need is constant. Donate now. And I can't get that out of Melissa my head. Melissa killed two people. <laughs> I Basically, yes. But I'd like already taken the afternoon off work and I was so stressed. I'm like, I'm just going to go drive to the Chesterfield Commons and just look at the outside of the Galaxy Theater. Window shopping and a movie theater. feel better. <laughs> yeah, for... Well, they have posters yeah. up. I hadn't been by this place the, in forever. The, like, Sonic the, posters still up? No. <laughs> well, the theater closest to me took all the posters down. Like, sure. all the ones that I've been able to see, which are both AMCs, um... They they just have blank white poster slots okay. outside the building, but I didn't. This is a Marcus Theater, different chain. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was gonna have, <laughs> and it has these sun bleached like blue and white posters <laughs> they've left in there for forever. It's like whenever they shut down, they're like, okay, let's put up the posters for the movies that we know will probably be out in like October, November. <laughs> okay, so it's <laughs> it like, like they did that James like, Bond and like. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, well, let's see. We've got Wonder Woman, No Time to Die, Maverick. Okay. Yeah. I don't know when that's rescheduled for. Tenet, uh, Spiral. Again, don't know when that one is. Oh, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. I so it's like that a one. couple sure bets and some other movies where I don't, I don't know when they're scheduled. I don't know when they got moved to, but you can tell they did this like a couple months ago. Everything's like sun bleached. That's so funny. It's a weird and like where they're like crunched, like some of them like kind of slipped and fell down. Uh, yeah, in these yeah, like yeah. Poster holders, but like nobody's going there to check on them. So it's just like a real dilapidated up, like, poster. T- <laughs> right. Oh, you know that episode of um, Gravity Falls where Dipper tries to clone himself with the copy machine yes. and one of them is Paper Jam yes. Dipper? There's a Paper Jam Dipper of Tom Cruise as Maverick. <laughs> Paper Jam Maverick. Uh, and I'm walking past these, uh, like man. the doors that would lead into the theater and it's like dark in there, but I can see there's a couple lights on. And I had that feeling that you would have if you were a kid in a Goosebumps book. Of, mm. Oh, what if there's like some spooky old man 
that's going to come out there like, what are you doing around my movie theater? Or like a hacker Do you mean it harm? That has taken right. over the abandoned theater and made it their own <laughs> to bring down <laughs> Jeff Bezos and the man. <laughs> but I'm looking through these dark windows and I'm like, what if a ghost comes out? And then I realized, Melissa, you're the one haunting this theater. <laughs> you're the one just walking right outside of a closed theater with nobody around ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode 108 of the whatnots captain's log my name is kyle springer and i am joined as always by melissa wilkinson the specter herself (laughs) (laughs) yeah i put the specter in the james bond franchise films that's good that's good uh how's your week been my week has been okay uh it's kind of been just back to normal stuff uh not not in in, in terms of like job stuff i i think i found out mm. i'm probably going to be working from home through the rest of the year um mm-hmm. but uh yeah it like i think i mentioned last week that the that like that that week went by really fast this one just felt normal I don't know. Mm. I, I like unremarkable in most ways. Um, I guess my my only like two things is like my quick Luther up. I'm mean, not Luther. My quick Lucifer update and my quick Gundam uh-huh. uh, 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 update that oh, I will right. bestow on all of you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So I con- continued watching Lucifer still yes. is a fantastic show i am done with season four uh and season five c- came out on friday uh which is the day that we would normally be recording this but here we are on saturday morning uh, or I, I guess yeah. like saturday afternoon uh mm. for for us um but i haven't started it yet but part one of season five is out it's eight episodes uh i'm excited to dive into that this next week but Season four was really good, too. It was short. It was 10 episodes. It ended in a place that was like, I could see that being the end of the show before Netflix decided Mm. to, you know, be like, all right, one more season. You know, we'll we'll do a victory lap or can who who knows how how (laughs) long. But yeah, it it was really good. I'm excited to be all caught up with that show. Gundam stuff is going along great. I've been <laughs> watching all of that stuff. Funny enough, uh, there is a Gundam YouTube channel uh, called Gundam mm-hmm. Info, uh, and it's like the official Gundam YouTube channel. And they just put up a bunch more Gundam shows and movies and all that stuff, and some of them were the ones that I just watched, and I'm so mad because uh. they had to find them on another website uh oh rest in peace kiss anime uh <laughs> so i was watching uh 80 war in the pocket i get done with one mm-hmm. episode and i go to the next one except the the site <laughs> comes up with this white screen and at the top uh like right of or top left of of the screen it says this website has been shut down permanently all files are like and i was like okay this is something to like i like the website Mm -hmm. must not have loaded right it's not really a 
perfectly legal site. Let's p- put it that way. So yeah. I was like, all right, something's up. So I refresh. Same thing. Refresh. Same thing. Huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know sometimes they change the URL to kind of like update yeah. things. So sometimes it's like kiss anime.ru or kiss anime.au or something, you know. Um, and so I like tried Googling it. I couldn't find it. And I was like, let me just check Twitter and Reddit. And yet everything I saw was just rest in peace, kiss anime. It's gone. It's not here oh. anymore. It's gone. I was on the, the site when it ha- happened. And I was like, me too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was good. So it it, it, it it was good watching all the Gundam stuff. I'm still trucking along with that but then it was like that shake the shaking my my fist of just like i just watched those i could have watched them on my tv not my dinky little laptop yeah oh well right good stuff though it's been Mm -hmm. a good week nice uh melissa yes now as we are recording dc fandom is happening uh, yes. I'm looking at the stream right now. It's a Wonder Woman 1984 panel. Uh, I'm I'm excited for DC fandom. There's lots of stuff I'm looking for. Though I'm looking at this stream right now, and it looks ridiculous. Um, <laughs> they they have this like virtual green screened room that you would imagine in like your typical like hall of justice right where it's just this gigantic huge room oh when you were talking you were telling me about this before we got started we were talking about a huge room i thought they were trying to virtually create a hall h it's basically that like i mean oh it's not is it that or is it a fortress of solitude it's it's not are there crystals it's so it 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 looks like a like a man-made building but it looks like okay. something you would see in like the Hall of Justice, where it's like it's golden okay. hour outside. Everything is like shiny ah. and golden and stuff like that. But so it has more grandeur than just the San Diego Convention Center. Yeah, but the walls are okay. like I guess what would be the like giant open windows. They have like sectioned off, and that that's where the like Zoom call screens of all of the guests are. But they're kind of superimposed on these windows, so they are like just slightly like tilted in a way that's like okay, I'm looking at this at a perspective. Like the building is kind of circular, so it looks like they fit on the walls, and it's not just like okay, here's a square with that stuff Uh it's hard it's hard to explain but the two hosts are on complete opposite sides of the screen i'm sure they're in like the act like same space just like equally socially distanced right Mm -hmm. but they have green screened them into this like giant building and in the canon of this building they are so far apart they are tiny oh. on screen like they're they're <laughs> hosts that they're ants what, what is this a convention for ants like that type of thing it looks kind of ridiculous but yeah dc fandom is happening right now melissa what are you excited for with dc fandom it's great to just have news about things yeah I feel like news has been so sluggish over the last couple months. Like we're getting an influx of activity 
uh, I've always been more of, a, more of a Marvel person than a DC person, which Marvel just had a head start with that. Like, it's sure. not really a fair comparison. Yeah, well, Marvel <laughs> has the some... live action stuff. DC has, yeah. has the animated movies and all that stuff, which Marvel's mm. a- 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 animated stuff is usually not all that good. So, mm. But there are a couple DC projects I'm really excited for. This uh, Robert Pattinson Batman. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Uh I think the, uh, I saw the initial theatrical release of Justice League and felt fine about it. And I'm mildly interested in the Snyder Cut, I guess, but it's just such an odd thing to do that I'm interested in it just from a point of it being uh, cinematically unique to have like a director's cut of a movie released so much later with so much extra stuff. And, and so, like, unconfirmed like, until, like, a couple months ago. Yeah. Just like, it's not even real. Yeah. He didn't even make this thing. And they were all like, but why <laughs> are they still teasing this thing? Like, it's a real thing. And it's like, they're just hoping to make it a real thing. That's why they're like, if we can get enough support. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a lot of news now coming out of yeah. DC Fandom. Um. So you, you put in our document here this thing about Black Adam. They teased him yesterday. <laughs> and here's the deal. I don't even know who Black Adam is. <laughs> I was happy to see a costume on anyone. There's no... It's like, it's The Rock. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, he's like a, a Shazam, I guess. Another Shazam? Basically. Uh, okay. So he is a predecessor of Shazam. Um that went evil if that makes mm. sense um i think in more recent times let me see i'm gonna pull up uh i don't need that there was a black adam wikipedia page i have his thing open here um let's see he first appeared as a one-time villain for the first issue of fawcett comics the marvel family comic book uh in ah. december 1945 uh let's see however black adam was revived as a recurring character after dc comics first licensed and then acquired the fawcett comics's characters uh and began publishing the shazam formerly captain marvel family stories under the under the title shazam in the 1970s um i've i've read a more like recent version of him from Mm -hmm. the new 52 uh, which you and I kind of talked about because we read some Superman issues uh, from DC Rebirth. I explained a little yeah. bit of stuff about the DC's New 52. But in that, he was uh, like a former slave uh, in like ancient hmm. e- Egypt. And he eventually escaped. And well, so, so the, the story starts out with this young kid who is a slave in ancient Egypt, and he gets picked to be the next Shazam. But Mm -hmm. in escaping slavery, his uncle gets hurt, and so he gives his uncle some of the Shazam powers, and his uncle goes evil, and that's who Black Adam is. And he kind of steals his nephew's powers and supposedly kills him. Uh, and then is like, I hate everyone, like all slavery. I will kill everyone who wants to enslave the earth and stuff like that. And 
so yeah, he's more of an anti-hero in modern day times, <laughs> but he's still, in my mind, mostly a villain. Okay. Yeah. So. Interesting. Interesting to see how that's going to match up with the Shazam we've already seen. So, yeah, what's interesting is the story that I know of of him mm. is basically what happened in the Shazam movie. Just swap out Dr. Savannah for Black Adam. And it's like uh-huh. that was the New 52 origin story where in modern day times he uh, is like sending out the like seven deadly sins to go oh. like hunt down people and stuff. And there's these like monsters and, you know, whatnot. And then Shazam shares his powers with his family and they all fight back. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that was the Shazam movie. And it was just like, huh, okay, interesting. I wonder how they're going to like you do that now since they already kind of did that story how how like are they going to change up the origin story some to the older ones or who knows cool i'm 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 excited about that one because they they announced black adam a long time ago um and it's always the the rock has always been attached and it's just like when are they actually gonna make this movie this and Mm -hmm. the flash yeah they they announced both of those a long time ago mm-hmm. and we still don't have anything <laughs> oh well we've got news on this flash movie i don't think we talked did we talk a couple weeks ago about how michael keaton's gonna be batman i don't think as an appearance did. in this movie well he is and now also ben affleck yeah two batman will they add more wouldn't mind seeing a, a Val Kilmer in there, a Clooney. I'm Batman. No, I'm Batman. No, I'm Batman. No, I'm Batman. <laughs> Who's on Lego first? Lego in there, too. <laughs> the Lego Batman's a great Batman. Right? Um, yeah, so you, you, you linked me to this article in Vanity mm. Fair. But it looks like the Flash movie is going to be focusing on the multiverse. It looks mm-hmm. like, uh, blah, 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 blah. It's an adaption of DC's 2011 Flashpoint series of comic book crossovers, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, so I I like where they're going with this. I, I have to say that I haven't really liked the DC movies. I stopped after Batman vs. Superman was like, all right, I'm kind of done. I didn't like the first Suicide Squad film. I thought that was terrible. Um I haven't seen Justice League. I saw it. I liked it fine. Like, I remember having a good time in the theater, but I remember nothing now. It's like that level of film, which isn't the most terrible level of film to be yeah. at. Yeah. So Shazam's very good. Yeah, Shazam was good. I liked I have... Wonder Woman enough. It, 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 it was really good. I think it's definitely one of the better ones. And then, of course, I know we both loved Harley Quinn and the Birds of P- Prey. Mm. That one was fantastic. I haven't seen so. Aquaman. Neither have I. Big Aquaman blind spot over here. Yeah. Uh, so what I've heard about this mm. is interesting to me because the, like... Stuff I'm hearing online is that, like, oh, the this new Flash movie is going to establish the multiverse within the DC mm. movies stuff. And I kind of looked at that strange. I was like, they, they've already established that. 
that's that already exists in the DC universe of stuff because of the DC CW TV shows. Uh, yeah. They've not only t- t- talked about the multiverse and gone to multiple different universes oh. in the TV show. There was in the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, Ezra Miller appears as the Flash in costume on the TV show. And he's, they do the whole like Spider Man meme of like, but wait, I'm the Flash. No, but you, uh, I like your costume. This is great. He's like, I like your costume. This is armor. This is mm-hmm. great. Um, and they, yeah, they like, they, they have this moment there, but that like, firmly establishes the multiverse and they're saying that this is the first time that they're establishing the multiverse i'm like no pay attention (laughs) yeah i'm excited for all of these yeah i appreciate what a multiverse can do for a a a messy canon of properties (laughs) (laughs) to kind of help Bring things together, acknowledge what a messy past you might have for a variety of reasons. DC seems to have, oh, well, I guess DC and Marvel both have uh, fingers everywhere. There's these different tentacles of canon mm-hmm. all over the place. You've got TV shows, you've got movies. Yeah. We're going to start the movies over. It's a different guy now. They're connected or maybe not. Who knows? And, you know, on the Marvel side, you've got the various iterations of Spider-Man over and over again. And I like what a multiverse can do to sort of, all right, here's your chance to kind of bring things together. We acknowledge, yeah, this has been weird to keep up with. We're going to try and do something about it. Yeah, indeed. So right now on DC Fandom, Warner Brothers uh, WB Games is um, revealing their new Batman game. Which is exciting because we've been waiting for this for a long time. Wait, was that Terry? Terry McKinnon. Oh, oh, Batman Beyond. I, th- I think. Maybe. <laughs> who? No. Who? Who would that be? Would that be? Because you're watching something I can't see, and I, I mean, just have to guess at these keywords. You can go to the dcfandom.com slash live. Okay, let's It'll see It'll open happening. it up. Is it .com or .con? .com. Google suggests is Google suggests is giving me .con, and I wanted to make sure if that was right or not. .com. C-O-M. The classic. Hey. Interesting. Okay. No, I have to add an extension. Batgirl, Red Robin. Nightwing, Jason Todd. Ooh, I like that. Showing a map of the city. Bunch of people in masks entering a church. Red Robin jumps into action. I brought burgers, team. Right. Burgers, I got burgers. Batgirl with Burnside, that's amazing. She got the Doc Martens and everything. Nightwing. I think I'm watching an opening theme scene for the convention itself. 
Red Hood shooting a bunch of people. Ooh, active camo. How long are we going to be doing this? I at least wanted to see, see this. This was the okay. big thing that I wanted to see. I've, I've just had this on in the back. Go, go around. Okay. All right. Well, I'm watching it now, too. Uh, there's Bat, girl, yep. woman. Bat, girl. Uh, there's a guy in a cape. She's purple. Uh, now she's in the air. Her motorcycle. They're, they're doing flips. Yep. I'm also going to do commentary with no Mr. context Freeze. for any of this. There's there a motorcycle. Go. Hey, Mr. Freeze is in the game. That should be good. Okay, it looks like they're spelling Fun. out the name. Gotham Knights is the name of the game. Mm. Interesting. It looks like those are going to be the playable characters. Is Batman still missing? Oh, Court of Owls. <laughs> yes, I knew it. Ooh. Court of Owls, hell yeah. Court of motherfucking Owls, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch this again when I can like fully focus on this. This is gonna be great, I'm so excited. Step into the night, <laughs> they have a date? 2021, okay. Yeah. There we go. 2021, the year our dreams come true. <gasps> Melissa, you have no idea how long I've been waiting for that one. Daisy <laughs> has some like weird. <laughs> Daisy has like this weird track record of announcing things and then like not mentioning them again for years like the the flash oh movie was originally announced october of 2014 <laughs> the flash movie that it, it, when they were like ezra miller will be in the flash movie 2014 six years ago wild um but yeah so they mm -hmm. they announced this game a while back and um they've they teased it like a year or two ago and then they just kind of went silent and everyone was like oh mm. I, maybe it's this kind of game maybe it's that maybe it's court of owls because they've hinted at x y and z and we just we haven't known a thing for a long t time and then they finally announced that they were going to be here at dc fandom uh, which is mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, and our first look at WB Montreal's new Batman game. So uh -huh. uh, if you guys want to hear me t t t t t t talk more about it, <laughs> I'm sure uh, well, I, I know that me and Ignacio will be talking about it. Ooh, gameplay looks cool. Um, that uh, we'll be talking more about it on crossplay, uh, giving you guys our full thoughts and all that stuff. But, uh, are are you looking forward to anything else here at the DC Fandom stuff? What what's what's on uh, what's on your mind? That like I said, I just want to see the Batman and the Suicide Squad. They're all about determiners this year. <laughs> the there's th th three of us. Which one is the Batman? I don't know. <laughs> and oh, 
I'm not as big of a DC person. I like the lanterns. I'd be up for any Good news about any lantern cops. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah, I I know eventually HBO Max is going they're they're working on a Green Lantern show. But I I, I don't know if there's going to be news on it this or, you know, at DC Fandom here or not. I'm not mm. sure when that's supposed to be coming. I'm sure COVID pushed their plans back some. Speaking of movies and superhero yeah. movies and stuff like that, let's switch over to the Disney and Marvel side mm-hmm. for a bit because there was a couple inter- interesting things coming out. Uh, first of all, Olivia Wilde directing mm-hmm. a female-centric uh, Marvel movie that she has teased as being Spider-Woman. I'm... I'm excited, but I like, this is an interesting one. I gotta confess, I don't know anything about Spider-Woman. I know her name and what she looks like, and that's it. That's about as, that's, you're about on the same level as most people then. (laughs) Okay. Spider-Woman, I I wouldn't say she's a super prevalent character or that she's super popular. Uh, She did, I know she did have a recent run on the comics that people really, really liked um but i yeah i don't know much about her uh i know she's more of a like private investigator slash bounty mm. hunter um she does have power she has she has like super strength she can stick on walls and stuff like that she has super speed she has super smelling and all of that stuff um what else does she have she secretes these pheromones that will like make people like really attracted to her or hate, oh. hate her and stuff like that. And so she usually oh. wears a perfume to cover it up and stuff like that. But yeah, if she really wants to, she can... Uh, I, I guess it's more passive. It's not like she has a choice, but it's just like she mm. secretes these pheromones. And for some people, they'll be like insanely attracted to to her. Uh, and some, they're just, they're just like completely scared of her. Um Hmm. But uh so, now what does she have to do with the spiders I already know? Uh almost nothing, to be honest. Oh, okay. Does she also live in New York City? Yes, do we yes. have that? She does live in oh, New okay. York City. Um They're neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Uh so Jessica Drew was the original Spider Woman. Uh according to Stan mm. Lee. Good old Stan the man himself. He said, I suddenly realized that some other company may quickly put out a book like that and claim they have the right to use that to use the name. And I thought we better do it real fast to copyright the name. So we just batted one quickly. And that's exactly what happened. I wanted to protect the name because... Because it's the type of thing where someone else might say, hey, why don't we put out a spider woman? They can't stop us. Uh, And then he he goes on to say, you know, years ago, we brought out Wonder Man and DC Comics sued us because they had Wonder Woman. And I said, okay, Mm -hmm. I'll discontinue Wonder Man. And all of a sudden, they've got Power Girl. And after Marvel had introduced Power Man. Says, oh boy, how unfair. (laughs) (laughs) 
so yeah it, it, or, or, originally he was j- j- just like we need to like copyright that name let's just put something <laughs> out um what an origin but apparently her original origin was that or her original like idea of what the origin was gonna be was that she was a spider that got transformed Whoa. into a human. I want right? that. Uh, that ended up not being the case. She ended up being uh, kind of experimented on by Hydra, uh, in which she was implanted memories of being a spider, <laughs> and so it, it was wow. all fake. Uh, I think they've they've since kind of updated it past that, but. Her original comics did focus more on the macabre. One of her arch nemesis was Morgan Le Fay of Arthurian le- 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 Legend. I like this. Yeah. Uh, and the Brothers Grimm. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, she had an animated TV series back in the day. Uh, I, b- I believe that's also on Disney Plus. You guys can go watch that. I think I've seen huh. that on there. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, they. So her end, the, the end of her original like fifty issue run, she died. They were like, well, the character's not doing Rip. so well. None of the writers really know what to do with her. Let's just kill her off. That will also lend some credence to the Marvel universe in in general. Of like, oh, it's this, uh, you know, it's a dangerous place. There's super villains and superheroes <laughs> and stuff like that. And like, someone has to die eventually. Like, you know, let's just kill her her off uh and then yeah uncle ben and original child bucky not enough uh more blood but uh so they eventually brought her back within a within that year because fan outrage was like we want her back um but she when they brought her back she never really appeared again in costume she she had a couple cameos on other people's comics um she was in like the initial run of wolverine she would like show up and help him she would still use her powers and and stuff like that but not in costume uh and that's kind of when she became more of a bounty hunter and uh private investigator eventually she joined the avengers uh since then she's quit the avengers uh and the recent run of the comics that i know people liked a lot she was pregnant and so it was mm-hmm. kind of an interesting look of like what like s- superheroes obviously have a sex life, but yeah, what do you do when you're a superhero and you're pregnant? Like mm. that's an interesting thing to explore. Uh, I know that was not the entirety of the book, but that was just, like just an interesting point to that book. Um, but yeah, there, there's there's been multiple spider women people who've taken up that mantle but i think the main one will be jessica drew uh which is they got they apparently got her name because uh marv wolfman i think it was who was writing the original comics um took his daughter's name and mixed it with Mm. nancy drew so yeah so I, i think that's also partly why they turned her into a detective down the road of just like she's part Spider part Marv Wolfman's daughter part <laughs> detective. <laughs> oh. 
So I don't know anything about DC or the more obscure parts of the Marvel Universe or much about Star Wars. But what I do know, Kyle, is the Star Wars Holiday Special. I I, I haven't (laughs) seen this, but this is infamous. Yeah, I wanted to see it because it was infamous. I love the legend around Uh it. I love what just a a cultural oddball it is. Like, it's entirely one of a kind in human history. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Star Wars has never acknowledged this thing. It's never been officially available anywhere. I've seen it through riff tracks. Like, somebody sent the riff tracks guys a VHS tape of the one night they were able to record it. And so I've seen them joke over it, which I got to say is the best way to enjoy the <laughs> Star Wars holiday special because the thing's real slow. And these guys do the honorable duty of filling in the slow parts with uh, real jokes for you. Good. Good. Yeah, I I, Lego, I had a friend of mine. Actually, it was the uh, former co-worker of mine who was the one that got me into Star Wars mm. and stuff. He was adamant about just like don't watch this it is god awful (laughs) like don't do it no like you should watch it because yeah it's you could call it awful but it's awful in such a cosmically unique way (laughs) there's something valuable about that uh but apparently they're making a lego like a, a new lego star wars holiday special yes so i this this is wild because, like, I I was at first wondering if it was going to be a remake, and then you pointed out that like, no, it's kind of in like a new version update because like Ray is in there and stuff yeah. like that. Um, that's yeah, it's it's. I'm just, I'm glad that if they are remaking it, they're remaking it in the Lego version because you know this yes. is going to be so good and it's going to be so much better. Yeah. It's going to be so funny. Yeah, this is the perfect team to tackle the Star Wars holiday special is the Lego team. Yeah. <laughs> They've got one of the most reliable comedy senses on the market today. <laughs> so this is uh, this November, the Lego Star Wars holiday special, which pr- premieres on Life Day, November 17th, yes. 2020 on Disney Plus, will reunite Ray, Finn, Poe, Chewie, Rose, and all your favorite droids from R2-D2 to BB-8 for a joyous feast on Life Day. Uh, the yes. holiday was first introduced in 1978 Star Wars Holiday Special. Blah, blah, blah. So I've proposed, Melissa, that you and I cover this on the review show uh, for our Christmas episode, our like end of the year holiday episode. But I want to counter argument okay. that I'm not waiting to watch. Oh, this sure, thing. sure. I'm watching it. I want to do a reactor core on this because there's a lot oh, okay. of like we haven't even like every year is pitched yeah, Scrooge to you. I've pitched Home Alone. There's so many other things I want to save like the holiday slot for that we haven't gotten to. Like I yeah. got a reactor core this and put something. Let something else of that Christmas episode. That's fine with time me. Slot. That's fine with me. I, I just thought it would be fun to talk about this thing because I oh, I imagine sure. I imagine that I would probably uh, force myself to go back and watch the original so I have something to compare it to. I I think you should legitimately, like I said, watch the Rift Tracks version. 
it, okay. it does make it a more palatable experience. Yes. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, what we'll do. Yeah, that that would be good for a November thing. Man, November's going to be so busy for me. Mm. New consoles are coming out. Oh, uh, right. Cyberpunk 2077 comes out on the 19th. I'm going to be heavily invested in that. Mm. I'm so excited. November has some some good stuff coming. Did I ever tell you about the time I saw a local theater troupe do a live stage production of the Star Wars Holiday Special? I don't think so. There's a theater troupe called, I think, Magic Smoking Monkey Theater, and they've done a lot of... uh, (laughs) Uh, it's this franchise in this amount of time. It's like all the Mad Max movies in 80 minutes, all of the Harry Potter movies in two hours. Like they just cram everything together. They do these pop culture, like real quick. Like there's like eight actors. Everybody's changing costumes, like running off stage in like three different wigs with all these props. Mm -hmm. Everything's handmade. It's got this really great, like hectic lo-fi charm to it. And yeah. I saw them do a Star Wars holiday special play where it was they were acting out the holiday special, but then also like they'd have somebody dressed as the uh, writer Bruce Valanche, and you'd be like, "Cut, okay." So what we were trying to do in this scene was this: like he'd come out and try and explain to you why the Star Wars holiday special is what it was, <laughs> and then it would go back to and it would it was kind of sketchy and it would cut in between like him and the special, and also they do parodies of like the types of TV commercials you'd see in 1978. That's funny. I I think it I would be great. really interested in like a like a fake documentary biopic thing of the people Mm. making the star wars holiday special and like how it turned out to be such a nightmare like i think that would be kind of interesting to watch if if you could somehow find a good story within that and 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 just you know make it like the the steve jobs biopic or something (laughs) where you know it's just like this is intense i like this what's gonna happen I've listened to some great oral history podcasts about the Star Wars holiday special, but uh, yes, I would appreciate a full documentary. Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting because Star Wars mm-hmm. is one of the uh, like rare, unique things that they've really gone out of their way to document pretty much everything, yeah. like how it was made, how they came up with the decisions to make it like this or look like that stuff like like mm-hmm. yeah they have so much they, they have so much books like the making of star war the making of episode one the making of episode five the making of yeah. episode nine you know they have everything mm-hmm. i i bet you they have some like archival footage somewhere that would help flush out that that story there i hope so its story needs to be told <laughs> yeah DC Fandom right now is t- talking about the Sandman audio drama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, G. Willa Wilson is on screen. I wonder if she wrote the adaption. Interesting. Oh, I don't know. Um, But yeah, so I, huh. yeah, like I, Star Wars Holiday Special. Let's do that then. Let's do a reactor core for that when it comes out because I think that would be a lot of fun. 
to do mm. that. Yeah, then we can save our review show holiday special for something else. Maybe Scrooged, maybe yeah. not. Depends on which one of us gets the turn to pitch it this maybe year. Maybe one day we'll end up doing Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't say no to it. Uh, so, Melissa, you, can, you, mm. you mentioned to me this week that you are very fond of video game cryptids. You're not. You're not a big <laughs> video game player. You're. You're no. not a like. A, you're. You're not super knowledgeable of like what's the details of Warner Brother Montreal's new gig game and what's no. Rocksteady up to and all of that stuff. You, you're not paying attention to all of that stuff. But the stuff that does catch your eye is like the weird mysteries and the cryptids and the just yeah. like. Did, did anyone else notice this thing? This is weird. Yeah, like I love video game lore mm-hmm. and mystery and like tales of discoveries and disasters. That's what I like about it. Yeah, so let me see if I can find. I have it on. Um, I have it on my phone pulled up. Hmm. So this is coming from Eurogamer uh, and it's written by Matt Wales. Okay. Uh, this was just two days ago. Uh Melissa, have you ever played Microsoft Flight Simulator on like an old, like an older no. version on like an old computer back in school or something? I have not. No. It's it's interesting that you mentioned this. Like, um, I love this YouTube channel called Lazy Game Reviews. Have you uh, seen it? No, not ringing a bell. It's this really chill guy i think he started the channel doing like video game reviews when that was like the hot ticket of things to do but it's sort of gotten into a lot of just uh archaic computer stuff i watch him a lot just because i like weird old computers and his voice is really calming he did a video on microsoft flight simulator that i put on my watch later just because it seemed like oh comforting old school graphics to watch before i go to sleep is it an older version of microsoft flight simulator okay yeah yeah it's like it's like the old you know so one of the 90s ones so microsoft no real poly just released the their 2020 version of microsoft flight simulator Mm -hmm. and melissa this game looks incredible it's not a game for me i don't think i would ever really play it but Mm. it looks beautiful and yeah these look like photographs yeah and so what's incredible about this is it's no longer uh like really really simple graphics where the only buildings are really kind of the airports and stuff like that and you only get to load into like certain regions this is the whole planet you can literally fly uh, anywhere on the entire planet. Yeah, and, I'm seeing a an article called "How to Visit Your yes. House in Microsoft yeah. Flight there, Simulator." There are videos of like people like matching the shadows of their their house outside in real time as they like fly outside because oh. it, it it pulls in like real weather data and like real time. Wow, yeah, it's wild. Um, so. Let me read you this article. 
if at the very moment you were to fire up Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020, hop into a plane, and take to the skies around Melbourne, Australia, you might be a little surprised by what you find puncturing the skyline. As discovered earlier this week, a vast 200-story residential home has unexpectedly magicked itself into existence on in the otherwise not immediately remarkable suburb of Faulkner. And now... <laughs> what do I Google to look at this thing, Kyle? And, uh, and now internet salutes have figured out why. Uh, I will skip ahead a bit here. Uh, the obvious problem, though, is not so much the is is not is not ugh, is that no such two hundred story skyscraper exists on that spot back in the real world. At least one that is visible through the mortal eye. Leading flight sim fans to ponder exactly how it got there. Uh, we uh, skip ahead oh, a little I bit. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's now known that, uh, this is because of a typo. <gasps> Open Street Map calls oh itself God. a community of mappers that contribute and maintain data about roads, trails, cafes, railway stations, and much more all around the world. A anyone is free to use the site's data, and Microsoft has been incorporating it into Bing Maps, which Flight Simulator d d draws upon to render its one-to-one -one version of Earth since 2010. <gasps> Unfortunately, <gasps> it seems that around a year ago, an in, uh, uh, OpenStreetMap user going by the name of Nathan Wright 120 erroneously, erroneously listed the b building via its editable data as having 212 floors, resulting <laughs> in, in the astonishing 2,000 foot plus monolith seen in Flight Simulator t t t t t t t today. Were it real as another industrious Twitter user calculated, that would make it the second tallest building in the world. <laughs> uh, clicking over to OpenStreetMap reveals that Nathan Wright 120's error has since been remedied by another user, oh. uh, and that the residential property in question is, in reality, only two stories tall. Unfortunately, sometime before the building could regain its proper proportions, Microsoft exported the incorrect data for use and in turn ended up in Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. Wow. Melissa, this is wild that you this can is great. fly to Australia and there's just this ginormous tower that shouldn't it, be there. It, like, it's... Bland. It's a cube. <laughs> it's, it's the most boring two-story building that just accidentally got stretched to 212 stories. It doesn't look like anything. There's no architectural features. It's a big stick. It's just a big, like, rectangular prism. It's yeah. the dumbest thing, but it's it's so funny because now, yeah, I now that, it. like, 
word has gotten out like people are flying to australia just to, to, to go see this thing i hope they keep it in because th that's amazing to just like have have that there <laughs> i'm looking at a lot of google image pictures of this microsoft flight simulator mm -hmm. i'm not a, as previously stated i'm not a video game person but this is considerable because i do just like as previously stated also i like to look at things yeah just so, look at places yeah so a lot of streamers are doing uh let's plays of the game where i i know bruce green uh who used to be a part of fun house and uh, all that stuff he he's been doing streams um and, and he's in like full on like he has a captain's hat he has a co-pilot oh. there they are t taking it the whole nine yard and it's like real time too so they're i think they recently did i'm not sure if it's still going or not but they did a like a, a flight from lax to dubai which i think is the longest flight in the world and I think it's like a twelve, a twelve-hour flight that they're just like, we're gonna be streaming for twelve hours. Here we go. That sounds like just a lot of water to fly over. I want to fly over Disneyland. Yeah, you could do that, and you could see like it's it's one of those things where like the buildings are there, they're not exactly what the buildings look like. Yeah, but it's enough to be like, that's my house or 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 like, you know, that's where I work or stuff like that. So, yeah, don't dox yourself, though, if, if you're if <laughs> okay. people out there are streaming the, the game and they want to go look at their their house might not be a good idea because then <laughs> people will know where you live. But I thought that was funny. Giant tower. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. So, what what if we've launched into an alternate, a timeline that was never originally intended to be, but thanks to this error, we inspire the city of Melbourne to, build to erect tower. a tower that big. Amazing. Yeah. I'd now we're in it. the. Uh, yeah, now we're in the Melbourne timeline, and we weren't before. Yeah, it's no longer uh, AD, but it's MT, the the year of <laughs> Melbourne Tower. <laughs> They're like, we're going to become a global superpower yeah, now. It's it's it's, it's a global uh, clock thing. The ancient, I forget what they're called. What? Uh, dot, uh, sundial. That's it. It's a, it's, it's a <laughs> planet sundial. Like, like, like looking at p p p pictures of this thing, there's nothing mm. else around it. Like it's not in the middle of a city where there's uh, 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 other tall buildings or stuff like that. It looks like a chill suburb. Yeah, like just everything looks completely flat compared to, to it. And there's this just, just giant, giant tower, 212 uh. stories tall. <laughs> Man, so funny. So funny. Oh. Oh. Uh, they're still t talking about the Sandman audio drama on DC Fandom, and Neil Gaiman is t talking about it. 
uh, and they just mentioned Lucifer in there too. So that's why my mm. my ears perked up. Um, but yeah. So in other news, Melissa. Yes. I ca- I called this. I f- uh-huh. I feel like I'm owed some money or something because Netflix <laughs> is adding a shuffle button. I I have been wondering for a long time now if they were gonna do some kind of like shuffle button or some like twenty four seven channel based off of your in- inter- interests where it just like something is always on. But they have a shuffle button, or they they will be implementing one reportedly. And I feel like I ah. called it on an earlier episode of the Captain's Log we've been t- talking about this stuff how do you feel ab- about a shuffle button on netflix yeah i think that could be good i typically don't go to netflix just with the idea of uh, something like i go there with a particular goal like i already know what i want to watch mm-hmm. i w- would love to have a feature and it may already exist and i haven't dived deep enough who knows i wouldn't just put all my movies on there and have it sort them by length like, okay, I have an hour, 40 minutes. What do you have that fits? That'd be interesting if they just had a, like, a much more robust, like, filter uh, yeah. stuff there. That, 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 that'd be kind of interesting. Or if they could, like, figure out Filters. the math for me. Like, okay, in that much time, you can watch these TV episodes. Yeah. Like, we've maximized your time. It's, like, two-hour-long programs and, like, this half-hour program. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'd 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 be up for that, or or you can like search by director, and it c- c- comes up with all of the stuff, or search by an a- a- actor, it c- 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 comes up with all of their no, stuff. No, well, I think there are like keyword searches for things like that. I was having trouble with this like the other weekend. <laughs> like Jack and I were gonna watch a movie, uh-huh. and then I ended up having like a schedule change. I'm like, I can still watch a movie, just one that's not very long. She's like, okay, well, which one do you want to watch? I'm looking around on all these streaming sites and I get back to her. I'm like, nobody has a category for gotcha. movies less than a hundred minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. not a set category anywhere. And I wish it was that they would categorize them by time. So I don't have to stop and individually look up, you know, how long is the Truman show? Yeah. Uh, just FYI, Melissa, you're g- getting a little bit robotic on your end, but things are still working out fine. I can hear you just good. Uh, that being said, Sam is now in the chat. Oh, What's up, Sam? Sam? How are you? Uh, we've we've been kind of recording for the past hour here, so we've t- t- talked about all all sorts of stuff from things being announced at DC Fandom mm. to Netflix having a shuffle button. To uh, the 212 story tower uh, in in Microsoft Flight Simulator. I'm looking uh, at other glitches in Microsoft Flight Simulator, stuff. and there's a, a bridge in Portland that's just a flat plane with trucks on it. Oh man! <laughs> Let me put this in our in our sheet. Okay. Bring up the link here. No, copy. Did I tell you to copy the link? Didn't I tell you this? Didn't I tell you uh, to paste the link? There it is. There we go. <laughs> Open up link to tweet. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like this. Well, it looks like it's in. It's a 3D object. Yes. But on the side of it, it's it, it looks like a mural was painted on it yes. to be like, look, th th there's trucks in here. We promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's so funny. Yeah, like there's all sorts of stuff like that. But the the game looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. I it's not a game for me, but it's crazy the amount of stuff that you can do with this thing. Wild. Yeah. Good good for them for making that game and people mm -hmm. be, be, be being so positive on that game. Like Microsoft Flight Simulator? It's what we need as a culture. We need to explore. Get out and travel, right? Yeah, you've been stuck at home. Yeah. Get out and travel. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. Yesterday, I just drove to look at a closed theater, and that was a thrill. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. Circling back around two theaters, Melissa, yeah. uh, I, I guess they just released the trailer to Death on the Nile? Is that... Did I... Weirdly perfect... Yeah. Yeah, weirdly perfect timing because we just talked about murder on the Orient Express like two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, and then uh, Jack put the trailer in our Discord uh, for, us and, for, 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 for us. And yeah, I was like, oh, is this something we missed? But no, apparently this is a new tr trailer. Um, yeah, I, I, great timing on their part. And our mm. part for making this all happen. Like, yeah, right next good for us. Uh, we talked about the original trailer to Murder on the... Murder on the Orient Express on a Patreon-exclusive yes. episode of the Reactor Core. Uh, it was our third one that we did where we reacted to movie trailers from the 2010s. Uh, that was a mm -hmm. lot of fun, but then kind of because of that, we ended up covering the movie Murder on the Murder on the Orient Express uh, on the mm. review show. Yeah, it was good. We were like, "Well, who knows when the next one's c c coming out?" And then, like, bam, trailer. <laughs> So yeah, and it's also a very good trailer. I appreciate yeah. that the trailer has a lot of stylistic similarities very to the much first so. one. Still, still got neon lettering. It's gold this time. I don't understand, but I appreciate their devotion to neon. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say it's as neon. I, I, I it's, yeah. it's still got like it's kind of this like glowing gold yellow color, uh, but it's not as like vibrant as that blue was in the yeah. first one like the blue just stood out and was just like what in the world mm. is this and yeah th this this gold i think fits more because you got the yes. like yellows of the sand in egypt and the like kind of golden t tones in the scenes that they shot and stuff like that so it, it, it fits and it's a little bit more cohesive but it was a good trailer. I I don't I'm I'm not super familiar with the music that was in there, so that also didn't stand out. Oh, it's out. Depeche Mode. It's Depeche Mode's Policy of Truth, and it's a very good choice. There you go. It seemed like a good song. I wasn't familiar with it. It wasn't as like 
crazy upbeat and like big yeah. like dramatic stuff it was a little more subdued but more tense i mm. feel like yes it's very moody yeah. um so i'm 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 excited about it i i liked it i i liked the trailer for that i i hope this will be a good one and again, yeah it looked like a star-studded cast right mm -hmm. godot or however you say her name uh well, not gail it's uh gal gadot yeah i think it's gal gadot gal gadot i'm, I'm i think everybody thinks place. it's supposed to be a silent t but it is in fact a re like a loud t it's a loud t it's a hard t mm-hmm yeah yeah it's good i i'm i'm looking forward to this but this is coming out next year i think it said right or no, no. Uh, it says October, yeah. October twenty third. October twenty third. You're right. I, I, I uh, was mixing up my dates, stuff. This mm. year, October. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm excited yeah, for that. Yeah. One. Yeah. I think that seems like an appropriate, and I think late October seems like a fair time to try putting things out again yeah. in various markets, and I think this one is. An appropriate middle size of film to go there. Uh, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about his mustache? He still has that crazy mustache. I still love it. I don't want it to go away. It's... If the mustache goes away, I want that to be the next crime. Who shaved Poirot in the night? <laughs> <laughs> or Poirot in the night shaver. <laughs> <laughs> interesting because it's so comical it almost takes mm. me out of the film like everything else is just so down to earth it, there's nothing fantastical about it it's just like i love the style it's that like 1920s 1930s uh just like flapper girls and stuff like that but they're out in egypt um and yeah like i just i it, it it looks fantastic, and then there's this ridiculous mustache. Well, I think it works because they've taken out every other Poirot mannerism, and he is just like this serious, stern detective. And every bit of footage they put in the trailers, so I think you buy yeah. the mustache more because it's coming from such a serious, stern man. It's like, well, if he. You know, if he believes he can solve the crime and if he believes he can wear that mustache, I guess I'm on board. He's authoritative about it. We are losing Melissa. I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. It's it's a poor connection. So we're we're actually recording <sighs> Saturday afternoon, early, early Saturday afternoon, because mm. I, I moved the podcast because we were supposed to g g get a storm last night and this is what i was hoping to avoid uh and it wasn't much of a storm like it ended up being <laughs> fine uh and it's it's fine out right now so who knows what's up but it's fine here yeah i don't know but um yeah i'm excited for death on denial despite that crazy yeah i'd like mustache. to see yeah i'd like to see more of these happen they're just pleasant enjoyable easy watchable would be films. the right thing where he's like there's been a murder well, one of you did it yeah but I, <laughs> oh how pleasant oh like they're 
It's like good performances. Everybody and everything looks pretty. Yeah. They're stylistically pleasing. <laughs> like it's just like a, a, a solid story. It's not really trying to do anything too special. It's just trying to take what it is doing and just do it very competently. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. This seems like a movie that I, I wouldn't mind just seeing these like every two or three years uh, for the next decade. Yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with that. I would love to see yeah. like if these take off i would love to see them do like more agatha christie murder mysteries and mm. stuff that don't include yeah. hercule poro like i would kind of oh. like to see like what's her name miss Mar- marple right uh yeah I, like, I think that'd be cool because she she is not a famous detective she is just this elderly woman chilling with her with her friends she's an amateur and like people come to her with the stories of these things and she solves them based on i googled her she's so sweet looking oh yeah she's just sitting there like knitting things being like i'll solve your murder mystery for you i'm a good amateur detective i think that could be neat uh or or just ones that like don't have like a lead character like that or like a lead like uh i i guess like repeat character that makes sense like no hercule no miss marple no mm-hmm. stuff like that just like just yeah, it's just, just show, sorted show me a good mystery yeah yeah like yeah christie verse the agatha christie verse that would be amazing sure yeah i don't know i don't know I'm looking at just a bunch of pictures of a bunch of different Miss Marples, and it's very calming. Yeah. Yeah. Marple. It's like a wall of grandmas. Oh, yeah. They all have little hats. Yep. Yeah, just like pleasant old lady. Like her, like her stuff would be more pleasant. Just this good old grandma. Solving mysteries. So funny. Anyways, I actually don't know if I have much more to talk about this week. Because it was yeah, kind of it a was good to week. have an influx of it was good to have an influx of news to talk about. Yes. This has been a long time. <laughs> I feel like we've had like maybe one item per week for the last several yeah. months. I know DC Fandom, I think we're still going to be get, get, getting more details about Black Adam yeah. today. I don't know if that's them releasing a trailer or just debuting the costume or who knows what. Um, but I think that's supposed to be out next year. Um, I know Rocksteady is also going to be having more details on their Suicide Squad game. I know the Suicide Squad movie, I'm sure we'll have some stuff in there. So be on the lookout for all of that stuff. Yeah, today, we may talk more next week a... about. Yeah, well, they, mm-hmm. they, they split DC Fandom up into two events now. So I think the next thing is oh. happening on like September 15th, I think. Oh, okay. Um, huh. Yeah, it's just like a part two. Part two of all that stuff. So who knows? We'll see. Mm. Convention, the sequel. Yeah, exactly. 
so let's see a little bit of housekeeping for you guys if you didn't know uh which hopefully you do because we've mentioned them a bunch here on today's podcast but we got multiple podcasts uh here at the whatnots you guys can uh, check them out on our website thewhatnots.com or your favorite podcasting platform of choice just type in the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. We got all kinds of mm-hmm. exclusive content for all of our shows at the $3 tier, so be sure to check out all of that. Uh, we have an idea for some uh, exclusive content for crossplay, uh, but mm-hmm. I uh, forgot to mention it to Ignacio this past week, so I will mention it to him uh, and hopefully in the near future we can get some stuff like that going. Uh, but let's see. We would also like to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, uh, who Thanks, joined Sam. us in the latter half of this one or at the end here uh, to say hi. But thank you, Sam, for supporting us. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, we, we appreciate it a lot. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa, let me ask you this uh-huh. to, to, to end the show. What are you excited about this next week? This is how I normally end crossplay, where I just ask, like, oh. what, 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 what are you excited ab- about this coming week? Uh, I don't have anything planned. I don't, fe- I don't think I'm doing anything. I mean, are you excited for that to just do nothing? No, I never like to do nothing. <laughs> Alyssa is having a midlife crisis right now of what she should do. <laughs> oh, it's week. just like, uh, well, I'm going to make peach crisp today. I guess I'll slowly eat that okay. over the next couple days. I can be excited for that. What is peach crisp? Yeah, you know, it's just a fruit crisp. You know, when you, you cook a fruit and you put crispy stuff on it. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's like a like a cobbler, you know, when there's like that crispy, crunchy, like brown sugar, cinnamon, buttery oat stuff that you put on just a bunch of sliced fruit and you bake it in the oven. So it sounds similar to like a cobbler. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but crispy. Okay. Gotcha. With oats. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Peach crispy or whatever you called it. Peach crispy. <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, Sam is wanting to, to know if you wanted to talk to her later on. So you guys yeah, might have to y'all go, connect after Y'all the call show. Sam. <laughs> yeah, we'll just use you as the middleman to plan our right? future calls. Exactly. Yeah, I'll call Sam later. <laughs> We're not talking. Tell Melissa that I want to <laughs> talk to her later on. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for, yeah, more news coming from D. DC. Yeah. Um, we're actually going to be conducting two uh, kind of laid back interviews with potential people to join mm. crossplay uh, today. So I'm excited about that. Uh, but Lucifer season five, as I'm as I mentioned at the start of the show, that's out. Uh, I'm going to be starting that this week. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh. Uh, this week on the 27th, episode one of a new video game that I'm really excited about from Don't oh. Nod is coming out. The game is called Tell Me Why. Um, 
these are the same people that made Life is Strange, which is one of my ah. favorite games. Uh, this one is the first game, I believe, in history that has a trans character as a playable character. Uh, ah. So I am interested in that and checking that stuff out. Um, but I, I, I just love their stories. They all, they all do some great stuff. So I'm Sounds excited good. about all that stuff. Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. You can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, uh, we are on Twitter at The Whatnots. I almost forgot what our Twitter handle was, mm-hmm. but I talked through it and saved the day. Um, but yeah, so I uh, if you guys can like, share, subscribe, help spread the word, that would be lovely. I think we're sitting at 83 subscribers on YouTube. So again, please help us spread the word so we can bump that up to 100. Uh, but I believe that is it for this week. This has been episode 108 of the mm. Captain's Log. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.